tuned in to Vocalo Radio, Chicago's urban alternative. I'm your host, Biko, and alongside me, man, I have a very, very, very special guest. This brother has been killing it on a fashion level. I mean, you may have heard of him. You may have not, but you're about to get to know him. He goes by the name of Ron Louie. How you doing, Ron? I'm good, man. Thanks for the intro. For me on a personal side, like... You've been one of my favorite designers ever since I've gotten tune with you when you were under uh Farrah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you were designing pieces under that alias. How did you even get into the fashion world um here in Chicago? And then let's let's talk a little bit about Farrah designer. Well, yeah, it kind of like started in high school. Like I was always an artist, like drawing and doing different things. A lot of people didn't know actually. And then um, I took a course, uh, like, chasing behind this girl. She ended up switching it to, like, fashion construction. And I got in the class, and I would, like, rush through the work. And the teacher was like, man, you actually, like, gifted at sewing. So fast forward, I went to Columbia. I loved it. Then I went to another school, uh, International Academy of Design and Technology. I did the open house, fell in love with, like, just the technology and stuff they was using for fashion and art in general. I wasn't able to finish, but instead of quitting, I just would like sneak into the lab. And uh, at the time, like my parents had got like divorced and my mom kind of took it hard. So she ended up like moving out and I just had like this apartment by myself. And I was like, man, I need to make some money, you know, and I want to go like do it legitimately. So I was like, man, I got a skill. Let me uh make some cut and sew tees. I had seen this guy in Atlanta, but he was doing like cut and sew tees where he was putting like leather sleeves on stuff. So I was just like, let me do that. I had linked with um Success, a store here. And I was like, man, look what I'm doing. They loved it. And it was like 30 people in the store at the time. And all of them put an order in. Wow. So that's kind of like how it took off. Yeah, I just grew from there. And then I guess like trying different things. I was like, let me actually make a brand. I made it out of insecurity because I was like, what if it fail? I don't want to have to rebrand my name. Mm-hmm. So I made Farrah and uh, I was just trying different stuff. You know, you make a bunch of different brands before you like figure it out. And then uh, designer came about when I met uh, Valet. I just seen that he like made everything. He was a pretty funny guy. And uh, I watched this, this like in uh, lecture by Virgil. And he was saying like, add humor into your art. Cause that's like mm-hmm. a universal thing. So I was like, man, Valet, I'm going to just start putting design on your clothes. And then that's just how it came about. I was just joking about it. I'm like, Virgil might see it one day. You know, he might copy it and do it better. I'm going to make it a controversial thing. And Valet real picky, but he loved it. Now, what side of the uh, Chicago are you from? I'm from the uh, south side, Roseland area. Then I moved closer to the south suburbs. Like We, went to, we moved to uh, Augill Gardens. And then um, Dalton, then we just went further south, like the older I got. Do you feel like being from the south side helped uh, impact your, you know, your fashion career at all? A hundred percent. Just the attitude. I don't fear nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, all we did was like joke and like learn how to like take criticism. Now that I'm old, I'm learning. Like that's what was going on. Like I was built and trained to do this because it's it's not an easy industry. People will rip your clothes apart. Like, if you you know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. just being from Chicago and, like, this tough exterior we get, 
made it easier for me to like put stuff out and just be like, if they go on it, I ain't really tripping because I don't know you. Like it's real stuff going on here. Now I heard you say rip, you know, people rip your clothes apart. I've also yeah. noticed people will, uh, will rip you off, meaning like uh, they'll take, oh, yeah. they'll uh, replicate. For sure. <laughs> and I've For seen, sure. you know, I'm getting back in the fear because I've yeah. seen designer pop up on sites yeah. such as For Fashion sure. Over. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, With you being at the time like an emerging fashion designer and seeing a company like that using your design that they didn't even get, you know, uh, approval from. Yeah. Like, how, how does that hurt you? And then also, how did that build you? I'm one of them people that's like, I kind of look for the controversy. Like a lot of people don't know that. Like I told you, me and Valet, you know what I'm saying? I was telling them like, I want to put design on your clothes. My initial thought was like, I'm trying to get Virgil attention because he was mm-hmm. putting, he was literally doing it like for a walk-in, like kind of like being funny on the clothes. So I'm like, I'm going to make a designer piece, designer, bad design. So that was my initial thought, right? So I already was getting ready for somebody to do that. And I was hoping it would be him at the highest level. When Fashion Nova did it, I was just like, damn, I got to <laughs> take advantage of this now. What I should have did on the business tip was had the tees ready online because the amount of like traffic you get from like negative stuff mm-hmm. is like triple what you would get in general. And I feel like the support would have been crazy just on the business scale. I feel like I missed my opportunity, but it also showed the world like, you know, what I'm saying people paying attention like they paying attention. Something else that's recently taken place, um, the glaciers. Yes. You know, you put together these Air Force glaciers. This was like your, if I'm not mistaken, your third Air Force release. Because I remember you did some black ones. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. You did. Yeah, I didn't because I missed them yeah. and I wanted them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but about these these glaciers you've done, I've seen yeah. like you put behind the scenes work, like photos yeah. um, of you actually creating these shoes. Right. And recently on the net. I saw some glacier fomposites pop up. Yeah. Like, yet again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I want to know, you know, your thoughts on that because also the internet shoot that person up. So, you know, yeah. for you CNA, once again, you know, what's your standpoint on that? It's fire. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's reaching. Like, your idea is going out far and having a strong fan base and seeing that support. You know, since we were on a topic about Virgil Ablo earlier, was this yeah. the release that reached um, Virgil? A hundred percent. That's the one that changed my life, man. You heard it. Oh, I'm going to give you the backstory. So you heard, of, um, what's that show, Chance, T.I. and Cardi B was on? Oh, Rhythm and Rhythm and, um... rhythm and Flow. So I'm doing Goody's audition tape for it. So the dudes was like hounding them to get this audition tape out like an agent. We do the tape. I brought the shoes with me. After I finished, I said, I don't know, good. Something happened today, bro. So I'm like, bro, take a picture of these shoes while we in here because it got the marble in it. It's going to be fire with the blue. Goody takes the photo. We post it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's doing this thing, like the glacier shoes and stuff. Boom, I see a thing. It's say from like Virgil and like three emojis that I can't see because me and bro phones never update. <laughs> like we one of them. He can't see it. I can't see it, bro. I'm like, wow, what's going on? So I put the phone down because I'm like, that's probably somebody trolling. You know, it might be Virgil in the eyes of one or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm thinking that's I'm like ringing somebody out. I'm like, no, nah, it's really him. He followed me. 
I had to turn my phone off, bro. It was just tweaking. It was like so many notifications. Like, bro, it was just like unlimited things, like going crazy. Then I DM'd him. He DM'd me back. Then he hit me on the gram. I'm like, oh no, this for real. This really broke. Had a Louis Vuitton, the men's. This crazy. And and since you didn't know what those emojis was at the time, it was the no. ice cube. Ice, ice cube. Andrew Barber hit me. He said, "Bro, it's the ice cube." I'm like, "Stay less. We going glacier then. That's what we call it." You tuned in to Beatco in the mornings, right here on Vocal Radio, ninety-one point one FM. We lost Virgil last year. Yeah. Um, do you remember the day when? Uh, the announcement came that Virgil had passed. Yeah, hell yeah, I remember that. I was um, I had just woke up and uh, I already got a lot going on. Like my mom is incarcerated. Like my family was going through some stuff. I lost my cousin at the time, so it was just like my uncle had passed. My grandma had a stroke. My brother had uh, had a, a motorcycle accident. So it was just like all of this happening. So I'm chilling in my room. I'm kind of like recovering from all this stuff. Like, got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep going. And I remember waking up and I seen like a tweet or something. I can't say uh, either a tweet or an Instagram post. And the same feeling I got when he first sent the message, it was the same because it was like, it can't be real. So I put it down. I did the same thing, bro. And I looked at it again and I'm like, wow. And it just, I just started bawling, crying, bro, like crazy. Like I kind of took it personal just on some like, why, like why, why stuff be going so hard for me? Like, cause I always wanted to like have a mentor in Chicago as I was coming up and I never got it. You know what I'm saying? The way I wanted it and the, the game that he was giving me and the keys now that I know, cause every time I would talk to him, it'd be like philosophical. He left me so many keys, man. And um, it just started all hitting me. Like, wow, like, this is, I just, I had just talked to him. When they, when they announced his demise, first person that came to my mind outside of Virgil's family was you, Ron. I'm, I'm not even lying. I thought about yeah. you because I knew how hard you worked. I knew, like, what that brother meant to you. And I knew yeah. that brother helped change your life in, in an industry that is not easy, especially coming from, a place like Chicago for sure. Yeah. And you know, um, you said on your IG, when mm-hmm. you shared your, when you share your tribute uh, to Virgil, mm-hmm. you said in the message, it's yeah. up to us to do the heavy lifting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what stands out from that message that Virgil left with you? I mean, we would talk about just like art, you know what I mean? And just like what it mean to people, what it mean to us coming from where we come from. Because he will receive controversy for stuff, too, and, like, negative reviews. And I gave bro his flowers, and I'm so glad I did it. Because, you know, some people try to be too cool. But he had the same spirit that I have where I just show love anyway, whether people want to do it back or not. He got the same energy, right? So I felt like it was okay for me to share stuff like that with him. So I would tell him, like, nah, bro, you the GOAT. Like, we would talk like that. And he said that to me, like. It's up to us to do the heavy lifting, basically saying where we from, what I'm doing, because he would tell me, like, you up next, carry the the torch. Mm -hmm. Don't be me, because there's a lot of people like me that I didn't influence or, you know, colleagues that I work with. But it's up to you to carry specific stuff that um, we built there. You know what I'm saying? So I took it like that, like, take this. 
global, like like educate people and, and, and make sure, you know, we doing our part and stuff because it's bigger than clothes. Like it's 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 messaging, it's influence, it's um, you know, Chicago, man, for sure. Do you feel like Chicago is in a a good space when it comes to fashion? I think we're in a good space. Something I'm doing like behind the scenes as well, like that I've been doing heavy while I've been missing is um building infrastructure as far as like getting stuff done production. We don't really have that. So I think that's the been the biggest thing that's been holding us back. Like you can go to LA, you can go to fabric districts, you can find a million seamstress to make your samples and stuff like that. We don't really have it in Chicago. It's just a few people. You know what I'm saying? We kind of scrap together and make raw stuff. And, you know, they say the best artists come from having no resources, right? So that's yeah. why I feel like Chicago talent is just, we don't have the resource. So it's like, once we put the resource in place, we still want it to be at a certain level where it's like, oh no, Chicago is a hub to compete with with the world. Um, You're, you're sewing, you know, you're stitching, mm-hmm. you're handcrafting with the dyes on, you know, several mm-hmm. of your shoe releases. So mm-hmm. I want to know for you, what was the most difficult skill that you had to learn to at least get to where you are now? Man, it's not even something physical. It's just like, uh, getting rid of ego. Like, I'm still learning. I had to get rid of it. I'm like, bro, you're not on, you're not on the front, man. Compared to like, what Virgil, like, bro, he could do something that's taking me months to do. He's doing that in seconds. You understand what I'm saying? Like he got a hundred of those done and ready and a hundred more that he ain't releasing. And that's just his levels to him. You got Ralph Simmons, you got Rick Owens. Like it's people that serious. And then you got people that's in a, um private studios that got real skills like and i'm seeing it so having the access to see it i'm like damn i i want to yeah. ask you too because when it comes to what you do yeah. it's endless ideas and creative yeah. points so how do you continue to find inspiration and just you know find ways to continue to stay creative with your designs you know what bro it's real easy man um I, I learned that I pay attention to people and what they pay attention to. Because there's certain stuff that you pay attention to that led you to where you at. That'll keep you going, just living your life. That Then it become like simultaneously. Now I'm just designing, just living. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying attention to certain stuff and I'm just redesigning it. You know, what message do you want people to perceive, um, you know, from from you being in fashion? Like, what's what's the message you want people to perceive? From you. Man, I just came, I just started this and it might change, it might not, but I feel like something that's been prevalent in my life is one word with, with several meanings, um, resilience. It's beautiful on the outside, but there's a lot of pain in the inside of that. You know what I'm saying? When I, as I'm leaving my mark, like that's just something I want to like show people. Can we expect any pieces this year? Uh, also, you got to give out your social media, let people know how they can follow you and you know, how they can just stay in tune with updates. Yeah, man, I got a lot coming this year. I got a lot of stuff in the queue. I've been working for months, months, and months. Uh, so a lot of stuff about to start dropping now. I got a collab in Japan with this brand called Wind and Sea that's coming in a couple of weeks. That's going to drop. And then we're doing one exclusive item from the collection and um, like here in America. And it's going to just be wide open for a couple of weeks till it sell out. And then uh, what else I got in the queue, man? I got some stuff I'm working on. Like this two piece I'm working on that that should be fire. 
And then, like, the rest of the updates, I'm going to keep everything else. You know how I like to do it, man. Mm-hmm. Just keep it a surprise. Let me do a little pop-up, see if y'all paying attention. But uh, my Instagram is Ron underscore Louie, L-O-U-I-S. And then my Twitter the same, but the underscore is after the Louie. You keep up with the updates like that. I appreciate you, uh, you know, taking out time to chop it up with me because you ain't have to do that. Um, I appreciate you, bro. And we here. So, again, thank you, Ron, man. You enjoy your day. And I definitely can't wait to see these pieces that's coming soon. Appreciate you.